It is always a glorious occasion when we're able to witness the marriage ceremony of a couple. They're all excited as they get ready to start their new life together. There's so much happiness to go around at weddings. Even some couples begin to reminisce about their particular wedding day. But that same couple that we witnessed getting married a few years down the road have made the decision to cease their relationship and cease their marriage under the auspices of irreconcilable differences. What happened to all that joy on the wedding day? Where have all the smiles gone? Why do some marriages that started out so strong end up so weak? There are many reasons for breakups. Why didn't it last could possibly be any number of things. However, if you never develop healthy habits that strengthen the relationship, you'll find yourself doing the exact same thing. The Relationship Therapy Podcast will tell you what's needed to have a healthy and strong marriage. You've tuned into the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr., a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating, and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Tony Miller Sr., and welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. Again, I want to thank all of my listeners. I appreciate you listening and sharing. I'm getting a lot of great feedback from people who are hearing these messages, these episodes, and so many people are saying how it is helping them in their relationship. And that is what the Relationship Therapy Podcast is all about. But today's topic, I want to talk about what's needed to have a healthy and strong marriage. That's not the topic I was going to talk about. But one day last week, I was sitting in my office and this elderly couple came to see me and as they always do. And we had a conversation and we found out that they have been married for 62 years. So I decided that they had some secrets that could help other couples uh, grow in their relationships and attain 62 years and even beyond. So it's important. And I want to give a great shout out to Stephen and Elaine Bailey for giving me the inspiration for this particular episode. As we start this episode entitled, What's Needed to Have a Healthy and Strong Marriage, we must start off with this first point. A strong commitment is a part of a healthy relationship. In every aspect of life, and in particular in relationships, there needs to be a strong commitment. Often when there is no strong commitment in relationships, the relationship seems to crumble under the pressure that it brings. This is one of the reasons you see so many relationships end up broken, 
battered, and bruised. Your commitment is necessary to make the relationship work. It's like I always say at the end of each episode, it takes two to make a relationship work. If one of the mates is not all in, then the chances of survival becomes decreasingly lower than it actually should be. The first thing that brings commitment is an investment in the relationship. When each person is invested in the success of the relationship, you will see that they're willing to do the work that it takes to move the relationship forward. Every relationship should be moving forward. That way it makes it harder for them to be a target for the enemy to hit. Please invest in your relationship, in your marriage, because it's just that important. Secondly, you should seek to improve your relationship. And that's the same thing that makes your relationship strong. When you improve your relationship, it adds even more value to what you already have. That's what you heard me say. Believe me, it is possible. The more you seek ways to improve your relationship, the more you will enjoy the strength of that relationship. Improving your relationship is as simple as something, doing something new together or not allowing the day-to-day routine to make the relationship go sour. Be creative in your relationship. Eat at a new restaurant or try something different together as a couple. This improvement will add to what you already have established. I just believe that the fire will not go out when you seek to improve your relationship. And then the third thing on the commitment to grow is a deeper intimacy. When you have a deeper intimacy in the relationship, your relationship seems to go in unfathomable ways. And it's only going up from there. When a couple is intimate with one another, they have a sense of togetherness that keeps the relationship moving forward. When I talk about this intimacy, I'm not talking about sexual intimacy only, but being able to share thoughts, dreams, feelings, and ideas without the fear of being misused with that information in the future. It's easy for couples when they know that their inner thoughts and feelings are safe within the relationship. So have a strong commitment in your relationship. But here's the second part. Adding healthy communication strengthens a relationship. I'm sure if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you'll understand how much I talk about healthy communication in relationships. It is an extreme plus for the relationship when the couple has this tool in their tool belt. There are relationships falling apart because there is a lack of communication. I've never been able to understand the breakdown that couples have with communication. When you don't have solid or strong or healthy communication in your relationship, 
you're already headed the wrong direction. I believe communication has to be intentional by the couple. Each member has to make a concerted effort to make communication a strong point of your relationship. Your communication must be faithful in order for it to be an advantage. What I mean is this, yelling and screaming at each other only complicates and it causes unwarranted drama. Think about it. When someone yells at you, it automatically brings a defense mechanism. That's when you start shutting down. But when you choose to use words that add value to your mate and to your marriage, it brings ease in the relationship. Being a good or great communicator isn't as hard as it seems, but it's really all about being someone who can articulate well enough to where your mate can understand what you're trying to get across. Say what's on your mind in a way that is understood completely. Also, it would be smart to incorporate the art of sharing your feelings while communicating with your mate. Typically, men are the culprits when it comes to not sharing feelings. We we like to go into our own little cave and, and not come out until it seems like it's safe. However, doing research and doing counseling service, I understand that there seems to be some women who are just as bad as bottling up their feelings. The true test of any relationship is exposed when their communication levels are gauged. Your communication will need to have a certain flow that only you and your mate can enjoy. Don't look at how other couples communicate. Take careful consideration on how you and your mate communicate. Couples forever have had their own style of communicating. You should have your own style too. There's a huge bond that is formed by couples who develop a healthy communication habit. Don't miss out on your opportunity to having that special part of your relationship. So I've talked about a strong commitment is part of a healthy relationship. Number two, I Adding healthy communication strengthens your relationship. But number three, you have to walk in the covenant of your marriage. The word covenant means nothing more than an agreement. We agree. When you receive and take those vows on your wedding day, you're making a covenant with your spouse. You're telling your spouse, we agree to these vows. We have a covenant. That means that you both are agreeing to love each other and to begin your new life together. But too many people get married and have an extravagant and elaborate wedding, a nice honeymoon somewhere, but they come home to the reality of what marriage is really about. And they don't understand the importance of the vows they received and agreed to. The covenant of marriage comes down to basically three things that we're going to talk about, and it is in every marriage, or at least every marriage should have it. 
Here's number one. The promise that I will be there no matter what. When you're walking in the covenant of your marriage, you are making a promise to your mate that I will be there no matter what. When you make this promise to your significant other, you're declaring that no matter what comes your way, come hell or high water, you will be there to go through it together. The operative word I'm using is together. Marriage is being teammates and attacking problems as teammates and not attacking problems or attacking each other as enemies. This promise is that you will go through these problems and issues together and be back-to-back fighting your way through it. You will not succeed as a long-ranger in marriage. You should have stayed single. You should have stayed off to yourself because being a long-ranger in marriage only complicates problems and it adds more fuel to negativity. That's why the vows are so important. But not only the promise that I will be there no matter what. The second thing is you must remember that you are pledging your love for your mate. Oh, yeah. You are doing this in front of all of the witnesses who are attending the ceremony. But you're also telling God that I love this person enough to dedicate my life to them. We're so guilty of using the word love too loosely. When you're walking in covenant of your marriage, your love should be unconditional. Now, I know that's uh, a tough word to hold when we talk about unconditional love. All unconditional love is, is when you love someone, no matter what they do, they're not perfect. But the thing is, neither are you. So love each other unconditionally, imperfections and all. It means that when you accept each other, that means you have no strings attached. I love you unconditionally. So many are not ready to love their mate unconditionally. But it is an awesome thing when you can love your mate who is not perfect unconditionally. And here's the final piece of walking the covenant of your marriage. Notice the power God brings to your relationship. Let me let me say that again. Notice the power God brings to your relationship. The great thing about having a healthy marriage is that it brings glory to God. God has always been about marriage. He wants to be the third person right in the middle of your marriage. He gives your relationship power when he is active in your marriage and you're active with him. And when he is in the middle, working everything out, God has stressed throughout the Bible the importance of marriage. In Genesis, he saw that Adam was alone after Adam had given all the animals a name and he saw that the animals had a partner. He saw that Adam was alone and God decided that it was not good for Adam to be alone. So God placed Adam under deep sleep, took out his rib and made Eve to be 
the wife of Adam. He brought Eve to Adam. And that's why Adam was excited because now he had a wife. But let me go deeper and show you the importance to God about marriage. We also see the importance of marriage when we see Jesus at the wedding of Cana, where at this particular wedding, they were about to run out of wine, which would have been a major embarrassment to the wedding party and to the family, to the bride and groom. So Jesus turned water into wine because there was value found in marriage. When you see the value in marriage and in your relationship, you will understand that working together is important. But here's the third thing we see the importance of how God sees marriage so importantly. When Christ comes back, he is looking for a bride without spot or wrinkle. See, this is God showing us how precious marriage is to him. All throughout the Bible, he he puts a special emphasis on the success of marriages, on what needs to take place so that marriages can be the forefront. God gets glory out of a healthy and strong marriage. And marriage should be precious to you. When marriage is precious to you, you can go through some things that ordinary couples can't go through. Here recently, I officiated at a celebration of a couple who was renewing their vows after 35 years of marriage. And it was a beautiful ceremony. But something that they use is what I wanted to highlight here. They they used a three-chord ceremony. They wanted to place emphasis on these three different chords. The, the different chords represented the groom, the bride, and God, who is also in that relationship. The groom's cord was purple, which represents royalty. The bride's cord was white, which represents purity. But God's cord was gold, which represents his loyalty and his richness. Then they were intertwined together. They braided those three different cords together. And this was to demonstrate that God is in the middle of their marriage. I thought it was a awesome symbolic way of showing God's power in our relationships. When we allow God to uh, bring his power in our relationships and our marriages, I just believe that we have what's needed to have a healthy and strong marriage. Well, that's all I've got for you today. But before I go, I've got to say to my wife, before the next episode, we will be having our 34th wedding anniversary celebration. We're, we're going to be together. We're going to be out of town. 
together, spending and celebrating each other, celebrating our love that God has allowed to be 34 years. So happy anniversary, Valerie. I love you and thank you for being my wife, my helpmeet, my best friend. I appreciate you and I hope I've done something over these 34 years to demonstrate to you how much I love you. Well, that's all I've got for you today. And as always in closing, remember this, it takes two to make a relationship work. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, it takes two to make the relationship work. <laughs>